Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. It's the time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts Connect the alarm Change the podcast you stream Connect the snooze Ten more minutes to dream Connect the shower Lather up with the news Sports talk Comedians or movie reviews Connect with that three hour Philosophy show Change the drive into work In traffic so slow Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ron and Anian. The average price of a new vehicle loan in this in this country today, right now, is seven hundred and fifty-three dollars a month. And as a result of that, we're seeing people fix cars that two years ago, three years ago, nah, I'm not going to put you know, that kind of money. In. Just take your place in the driver's seat. Driver's seat. Driver's seat. The car doctor. I have a car for my wife. It's a 2018 Chevy Spark. And what I was thinking about doing was trading it in for a 2019 Mitsubishi Outlander. But I wanted to see what you thought longevity-wise, which car would be the better car? Um, boy, I'll tell you what, that's a good question, brother. Welcome to the radio home of Ron and Anian, the car doctor. Since 1991, this is where car owners the world over turn to for their definitive opinion on automotive repair. If your mechanic's giving you a busy signal, pick up the phone and call in. The garage doors are open. But I am here to take your calls at 855-560-9900. And now, here's Ronnie. Are you doing enough to take care of your car? I don't know, are you? I I, I think about these things. I just, I have these spur-of-the-moment uh, ideas in my head as I'm driving around or walking around and, and just, uh, you know, do I explain it right? You know, one of the hardest things about radio, I think, is when you're in the social, in the, in the eye of the media and, and social media and the public eye is, 
you know, are you presenting enough of the facts? Do I empty my head in the right way and in, in, in the right manner? Do you understand what I'm saying? Am I presenting it correctly? Because just because I'm the guy sitting here on this side of the microphone doesn't mean I'm always right. Well, probably I am, but you get the point. So I have to, uh, I have to make Tom feel good. So, um, you know, it, uh, I always make Tom laugh anyway during at least, at least I get to make Tom laugh. Uh, during the course of this show every week. So the indubitable Tom Ray, is uh, he's been my producer and engineer these many years. But are you doing enough to take care of your car? You know, it's the simple things, right? It's it's the, because I see people in panic, and that's what I always think about. I always think about how, you know, we'll always change the oil after we blow up the engine, which, you know, it's just, it's just what we do. It's, uh, you know, it's, we always, you know, we, we just learn to do the right thing after it's too late. And, and I wonder, are we doing enough preventative? So I want to kick off this hour and this weekend as we get together. And I appreciate you being here, you know, a little bit, you know, fluids, service, maintenance. Um, if your car is more than five years old, when's the last time you put a battery in it? We're heading into winter uh, in, in most of North America as uh, the weather's getting colder. Today's uh, October, the first weekend in October. And, um, you know, are, are you ready for winter? Is the battery done? Have you thought about putting a battery in the car? You know, just because it starts doesn't mean the car is ready for winter. Uh, you know, it just means it's time for a physical. It's time for us to get your tongue and say, ah, oh, moment. Uh, when was the last time somebody or you or anybody lifted the hood and checked the engine oil, checked any of the fluids, just did a general walk around? I know cars are getting better and I know they're, you know, they never need anything. You know, for something that never needs anything, there's sure a lot of cars and repair shops all across this great country of ours, and there's sure a lot of broken cars. So just just a little bit of a reminder to, you know, get out there and think a little bit about the car and uh, do what you have to do. Um, you know, and judging by the number of cyclopses I see on the roads in New Jersey, and I can only imagine what they're like across the rest of the country, it might be a good time to check light bulbs. Uh, you know, and that's something real simple. That's something you can do. Uh, you don't have to get out of the car. All right. Pull up to the garage door, pull up to the side of the house, turn on the lights when it's dark. Are both headlights lit? Do both he do both high beams light up? Do the directionals flash the, you know, slow this side, slow that side? If one side's fast and one side's slow, you likely have a bulb out. You've got something going on. So just good, basic, solid maintenance. We had a 2011 Jeep. Compass come into the shop this week. I'll tell you the story real quick, a little bit of diagnostic dilemma. And here I am emptying my head. And it came to us from our friend Peter, who owns a local body shop next town over, and it was his daughter's car. And I think there's a rule somewhere that, you know, doctors are not allowed to work on their family, and I sometimes wonder if it should apply that way when it comes to family of mechanics and so forth, that they shouldn't be allowed to work on their, their own family's cars because they only get themselves in trouble. And as Peter said, he said, I'm a parts changer. I'm not a mechanic. He goes, you guys are the mechanics. That's why I've brought it to you. But in an attempt to appease his teenage daughter, keyword teenage, hence the dad, I got to have my car because, you know, I've got to get to the mall or something. I'm not sure what the crisis was at the moment. And um, he attempted to fix it. So he, it had a P0335, which is a crank sensor performance fault for this particular Jeep. So he ran out real quick and... He put a crank sensor in it. Well, I didn't do it quick, but he tried. You know, I wonder what the engineer was thinking. I think he was I think he was drunk when he designed this car because there's just no way you would put a crank sensor in the back of the engine facing the firewall. Um and he had thought that it would ever have to be changed. This crank sensor because we ended up redoing it. We ended up redoing what Peter did because 
and I still don't know. I'll tell you the rest of the story in a minute. But it's just, it's just I have to complain about where the crank sensor was for a minute because there's just no way. Um, you know, poor Danny. We had just gotten done doing a driver's side motor mount on a 2013 Chevy Tahoe the day before. And if you ever done one of those, you spend most of the day laying on your ribs trying to, you know, reach the four bolts that GM didn't want you to take out because they'd rather have you go buy a new car. And he got done with that job, and then Friday he drew the short straw and he got this crank sensor repair at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, 2.30 in the afternoon, that it had to go by 5. And again, he's laying on these crushed ribs from the day before, and the crank sensor is facing the firewall. So you can't see anything. You can see it in a mirror. So if you use one hand to hold the mirror and another hand to hold the light, well... You know, you got to have one hand free to take the bolt out and get the sensor out so you can see the problem. There's a dilemma here. You can't get over the top of the trans because it was an all-wheel drive and the final drive unit was in the way. And it was just, you know, you talk about teamwork. I, I, I just think the engineer was drunk. I just think he went out to breakfast and had a liquid breakfast and then a liquid lunch and came back and said, okay, let's put it into production. We'll get somebody to change it. Somebody will make it work. The problem was with Peters and... You know, this is partly about, does it pay to diagnose the problem that the guy tried to fix, or do you just baseline the vehicle? And I like to baseline things. Peter didn't get an OE part. He got an aftermarket something from a no-name because he was in a rush, and it was all he could get at that moment. It was a late Saturday afternoon kind of a thing, and he decided to throw a part at it, and he spent all that time. He did this crank sensor in his driveway on the ground, which I was shocked at. I said, my God, you deserve a medal just for doing that. That's got to be dad of the year material. And... We finally got it out, and you could see that the sensor, the O-ring of the sensor, was, was, was torn. It didn't sit flat when he put it in. Now, I don't know if it didn't sit flat when he put it in because it was a poor fit, poor quality kind of a part, or was he in a rush when he put it in because it's kind of hard to do wrong. Once you, once you finally get it out, you can get it back in. I don't know. I do know that the Chrysler crank sensor went into the vehicle. We buttoned everything back up and, and got it working, and we did the crank relearn. It required a cam crank sync relearn issue uh, test to be done, and we did that, and it passed. And it was fixed. And I thought about this because I'm the guy about, you know, I'm all about diagnose, right? I'm all about, you know, test, test, test. But it it's made me realize that in some cases, and I've been thinking about this lately because I'm trying to, there's that word again, relevant. I'm trying to remain relevant and change with the times, which, you know, I don't know. I think a dinosaur still looks like a dinosaur in the year 2022, but that's okay. And, you know, maybe sometimes it doesn't pay. Maybe it, sometimes it doesn't pay to, you know, I got out the scope and I could have looked at the sensor if I could have found the wire and the PCM and I could have gone that whole drill. But you know what? I just... I just don't like cheap parts. I don't like no-name stuff. You know, I want to use the best there is. I want to use a dealer part if I can in a lot of cases for a lot of these things, just on on the hard-to-do stuff, just as long as I know who's making the part kind of a thing. Um, and it fixed it. We ended up fixing the Jeep. Uh, late in the day, it, it, it definitely didn't pay the diagnosis. It was, you know, get it in, baseline the car, because at least I knew for the price of replacing that sensor and the price of the part itself uh, if it didn't fix it, I knew what my next step was going to be. And my next step was a little drastic, and I didn't think that was going to be the case. I did also look it up, in all fairness, that this vehicle had been in an accident prior, and the right side front corner of the vehicle had been replaced. And I looked over the wiring there, and there were no critical grounds or powers or anything in that area of the vehicle. Um, 
that made me want to do it that way. I will say this, and this is key. What made me really believe it was a bad crank sensor was the the conversation I had with Peter beforehand because the vehicle drop dead stalled wouldn't restart when he when it when it failed and afterwards it would run but it ran badly that tells me he changed something of the dynamics of what was wrong with that vehicle the new crank sensor made a difference but i didn't know was the part right i didn't know was the part installed correctly i didn't know was there other entanglements but the fact that something changed in the way that vehicle operated putting a crank sensor in it seemed to me to make the most sense and and frankly had i scoped it and you don't need to know much about scopes to understand this but you know if you've ever been in an emergency room and you've watched that little bouncing beep 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 you know the heart rate the blood trace when you watch the bouncing you know light beam well i'm sure i would have seen a bad crank sensor waveform and in the interest of time i was trying to get this car out i said if i see it so if i see a bad waveform what am i going to do i'm going to take the crank sensor out i'm going to look at it i'm going to run some tests i knew it had power and ground i did that much um you know sometimes it doesn't pay to diagnose just just not to upset your apple cart i know you think i'm a big diagnostic guy and i am but there are some moments where you got to go with your gut shot and every once in a while your gut is right so uh peter i hope you're enjoying the car this weekend i told you i would talk about it so um anyway that's that are you doing enough to take care of your car? I want to get that out there. I want to start talking about that. This hour, we're going to do it this hour. Porsche, the 75th anniversary, Expect the Unexpected by Randy Leffingwell. Uh, brand new book. It's not even out yet. All right. We've got the editor's release copy. It's going to be available to the public October 18th of 2022. It's published by Motor Books. Um, it's available in hardcover. It's a $60 book here in the U.S. It's $80 Canadian. And uh, we're going to give one away today. We're going to give away this hour. All right. I'm going to leave it up to Tom. I'm just in the mood. Let's uh, let's start off. We're beginning of the holiday season. Technically, it's October one, uh, October first weekend in October, kind of a thing. So we're going to go away a book this hour. Let's do that. Uh, but you got to call in to win. All right, Porsche, the 75th anniversary. Somebody's going to get it if you're into Porsches. This is the place to be. Eight five 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 six zero nine nine zero zero. Ron and Annie, the Car Doctor. I'll be back right after this. It's a time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. For the best in car advice, give Ron a call, 855-560-9900. Now, back to Ron. Hey, let's get over to Ian in Montreal with 7 Pontiac Torrent and uh, see what's going on here. Ian, welcome to The Car Doctor. How can I help? Yeah, good afternoon, sir. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah, so we have an 07 Torrent. Um, we've had it since new. Got about uh, 75,000 miles on it. And this is going to be the fourth time I have to replace the block heater element. And I've done it before. I just don't recall if I have to drain the coolant or not. Uh, if I remember right, it's a while now. Um, I don't think I had to. It's a cartridge-type heater. It screws in to the back of the block. But I don't recall if I have to to drain the coolant. Uh, so I'm just... That's why, and it's not in the book. Why do you it's not in the book? Why are you constantly replacing it? Is my question. I don't know. I don't know. Right? I I, I ordered a GM part. The first one was actually uh, replaced by GM under warranty through our dealer. And then that one lasted maybe three, four years, and then I, I had to change it again. Okay. And then we noticed last year during the winter that it failed again. And, uh, you know, I, I don't have an inside garage, a heated garage, where I can do this stuff. So we just made do without it last season. But this is the wife's car, and, uh, you know, she must be obeyed. So I oh, said absolutely. I would fix it, and I've got the part. I've actually got a GM OEM part. Right. This is a... I just don't recall if I need to drain the coolant or not. I think not. you have to drain the coolant, because if I remember right, doesn't this go in place of one of the freeze-out plugs, one of the core plugs has no. to come out? No, it doesn't. Where does this go? It goes in back of the motor, and it's threaded in. It's got threads on it. Okay. It's about an inch. It's about an inch in diameter, and it's got threads in it, and it, it goes into the back of the motor. All right, let's do this. When was the last time you changed the coolant in the car? I don't know. It's probably three, four years. I guess it could. I guess it could be done. Right, and before before you do anything, though. Can you get right. out to Can you get out to an auto parts store and grab what we call down here Down here we call them dip strips. It's a it's an acidic testing strip just to make sure the cooling system hasn't gone acidic. And uh, just, yeah, I can get those sure. And and just verify the actual uh, acidic or base state of the right. coolant to make sure because maybe we're rotting these things from the outside in, and that's what's causing the failure. Maybe they're working in a caustic uh, I don't know. environment. I mean, they're, they're constantly open. It's, right. it's just constantly an open circuit. Right. It's, the first it's, thing I do it's is failing, I the cord, and it's... It's, it's, failing, it's failing electrically, right? Yes, exactly. Okay. Well, like I said, I would just... you know, The only thing I could think of is, could it have something to do with the environment it's in? And I wouldn't... It wouldn't hurt me to... Wouldn't hurt you to do an acidic test strip 
And, right. Uh, maybe it's, maybe I'll just do a coolant uh, system service anyway and get it done with it. It doesn't hurt maintenance, uh, like you just said. Preventive preventive maintenance doesn't hurt. No, not at all. Okay. Well, anyway, I'll I'll when I when I crack when I crack the threads on on the thing. And I think it, you're going to see coolant. coolant then yeah. I'll know. And I think I'll, you're going to see coolant. Yeah, that would be the only way because otherwise. Otherwise, they would it would have to be immersed in coolant because otherwise they're talking about you're putting it into the block itself. That means it would right. have to heat the block, and and I think that's too much for it to do. Every block heater yeah. I've seen is usually is is immersed not usually, but it is immersed in coolant. Yeah, they look um, like uh, they look like little kettle electric kettle elements. Yeah, you know. Right. All right, right. sir. Very right, good. Sir. I'll uh, take your advice under advisement and get it done this week. Good have deal. a good day. You Thank too. You. Be well. Right. Um, Bye. Yeah, it's uh, it's all about maintenance, right? Let's go over to uh, let's go over to Pete in Michigan, 07 Jeep Liberty. Pete, welcome to the car doctor, sir. What's going on? Hey, Ron, another Peter with a Jeep. Is mm. it deja vu? Mm, yeah, let me tell you. So, <laughs> by, the, uh, by the way, Jeep is a four-letter word. So. Yeah, we know what Jeep. And I, we, we I know think what, you're right all the time, no matter what Tom says. So. Well, I think Tom is probably right once. Um, <laughs> so, but uh, anyway, so, how can I how can I help you? What's going uh, on? So it's my girlfriend's Jeep, and she keeps getting. Um, I pull the code, and it's an OB. Uh, it's the O2 sensor that it keeps flagging. Right. But the, the weird thing is, it won't tell me what bank. It won't tell me a number, anything. And 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 like eventually, it'll just go away. It could do it in the same day. It'll come on, and then later in the day, it'll just go away. Well, how do and you pull how, codes? How, how do you know it's an O2 sensor fault, then, Pete? Uh, based upon the codes I pulled. So, what code number is it? Um, I knew you were going to ask me that, and I've pulled so many codes on my vehicles. I put them in. I write them down on a pad, and I put them in my desk, and I didn't date it or anything. So, yeah. I, I thought it was like a P zero one four one something like that. Okay, P zero one four one. Yeah, I think. Don't right. want me to do that. Um, what kind of scan? But, what kind of scan tool are you using? Uh, just an inexpensive can OBD2, but we we took it up to you know one of those auto parts shops and used their expensive scanner. But here's the thing: it's not storing the code in history. Okay, well a one four one is a bank one sensor two heater circuit fault. So this is this has to be a three seven, right? This is a V six. Yep. So it's going to be bank one, uh, which if I was a betting man, I think it's the right side. I have to think about that a minute. Yes, but re- it yeah, is. It's the right side, right? It's so it's cylinder one. Cylinder one, wherever right. cylinder one is. And it's going to be bank one sensor two. It's a heater performance fault, meaning that electrically the computer isn't... What happens is the computer turns the heating circuit on, and then it looks for a voltage drop to dissipate and tell it that or lack of a voltage drop, and to tell it that, you know, the, the circuit's actually working. It can't physically test that circuit for resistance, and it's not seeing enough. So my suspicion would be that the heater circuit itself of that sensor is failing. You could try doing an ohm check of that sensor cold first thing in the morning and comparing it to the one on the other side. Uh, you've got two of them there. They should both match. And, uh, you know, kind of go from there. Just make sure if you replace it, replace it with a correct part. Some of those are hard to match. And uh, you want to make sure you get the right one. Good luck to you, Pete. Let me know what happens. I'm Ron Anini in the car, Doctor. I'll be back right after this. It's a time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. 
If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. Check the back seat. Check the back seat. Check the back seat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the back seat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been juicy. It would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. She's real fine, my 409. She's real fine, my 409, my 409. I want to know if uh, maybe 20 years from now they'll take out 409 and put in Tesla 3. She's real fine, my Tesla 3. Yeah, I don't think so. Let's go to Jasper and PA, a follow-up from last week. Jasper, welcome back. What do you got? Hey, um, so uh, so the truck is now a... So we re- so from what we from what I figured out, um, the truck is a four cylinder, um, and we've also narrowed it down to a, po- a possible O2 engine fault that's causing the idle issue because um, we were smelling unburnt, um, unused gas um, through the tail end pipe, and also unused like, and also, and also there's really like 
no real gas puff or anything. It just didn't. So refresh our memory, Jasper. What what's the vehicle actually doing again? Um, so it has an idle issue where it's caught, where it where it's idle speeding up and slowing down over and over again. Okay. Um, and what fault code is in there? Uh, we haven't seen any fault codes. It's but the, the truck doesn't show any fault codes. As, okay. And what's the variation on the idle speed? How high or low does it go? Um, it can go pretty. It can get pretty low. Well, so. don't. I need a number. Four hundred RPM, five hundred RPM, eight hundred RPM. What's what's the it, what's the it, range of RPM sitting at idle? What does it go from what to what? I'm having trouble um, the internet. It usually goes up to it can it tops out at like at like I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think it averages around 500, but then it can dip down to like 300. Okay, well I think at 300 it would probably have stalled. They usually stall under 375. So yeah. so. Um, is is this you're saying that this has an an idle fluctuation of 200 rpm? It yes, it just I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think so. It's um, it only really happens at, it only happens when like the brakes initiated after like around five miles of usage. Then it's just then when you brake, it starts to have that issue again. Okay, and what do you do to get it to stop? Um, usually we just have. Um, usually it just, it doesn't, Some it takes like 10 minutes for it to go away when you're stopped. Okay. Um, I need better information. You know, I, I can't tell if what you've got is the beginning of a cracked um, intake did, duct or if you've you, got a vacuum leak going on or, I go ahead. Send you, um, I think I did send you, I did take a picture of the code um, on for the, the engine code, uh, the, um, I'll see if I can find that. Um, yeah, I, I, I never, I never got any. I got never got any pictures from you, kiddo. So uh, did I? Um, let me see if I can send you something. All right, you want? Um, but I don't know what that's. That's not going to necessarily tell me anything. I need to know better pertinent yeah, information just, in terms of yeah, what's, um, what's the RPM range, what's the what's the flutter, uh, you know, what's it actually doing. Um, you know, what you're describing could also just be the idle air control valve, which is located under the throttle body, uh, is getting sticky or stuck, and it doesn't have proper flow and adjustment. Does this vehicle have air conditioning? Um, yes, okay. and that seems to worsen the problem. Usually. No, I'm not saying it is, but just, you know, if it does, it's also going to have an auxiliary idle-up valve. Make sure that that auxiliary idle-up valve isn't bleeding air and causing the idle speed to fluctuate and change, too. Okay, where would that be, be located? Uh, that well, you're going to find. You're going to have to trace it out from the engine itself. There's going to be an auxiliary idle up. Uh, there's going to be a base idle screw, and then there's going to be an auxiliary idle up of some kind leaking air around the throttle plate. I don't remember 1990 off the top of my head. I just know it's there. There's got to be a way that they would have an idle load compensator to adjust for additional load of the AC compressor. Just make sure that doesn't have any involvement. You could electrically disconnect it when you find it. If you look under the hood in the vacuum diagrams, you'll see a, a listing of vacuum diagrams there that will tell you with regard, you know, what it is. Um, uh, but again, I need better information on what we're trying to fix. I'm still not quite sure what we're chasing. It sounds like we're chasing an idle fluctuation of 200 RPM, uh, but you're not even sure of that. It, if it's idling at 500, it's idling low. 
And are you looking at the tack to make your assessment, or is it the engine itself that's actually changing? All right, that's number one, number two. So look at those things. Try and find the idle up for the AC. See what that does for you. Take that out of the equation, and then call me back. I'll be glad to talk to you again. Um, Let's talk a little bit about, uh, where do I want to go here? Oh, let's talk about this email. I want to get this done this week. Um, Hey, Ron, and this comes to us after last week. We were talking about the, the comp cams dilemma that Danny's going through with his Z28. Uh, hey, Ron, I just looked at a new Lunati roller conversion cam for a 454, and the steel cam card has no info for bronze tip fuel pump shaft or bronze distributor gear. You know, that's not what we're chasing here. First of all, I want to make it very clear. Um, I was talking about a comp cam problem, not a Lunati cam problem, and not all roller cams have this issue. I was speaking directly in our experience with comp cams. Uh, the listener goes on to say the worst part is lack of quality. I could cut my finger open on the edge of every cam lobe with steel slivers. I can deburr the cam and clean it and make it work. I'm helping a friend last week. Your yellow Z28 cam issue made me think I asked to see the cam. Sure enough, same problem ready to happen. I wasn't saying there was sharp edges on the cam lobes. All right. What I was saying, Mike, is that in the particular case of this, it wiped out the fuel pump driver lobe. All right. And it wiped it out because... Comp cams did not anywhere in their literature in the box, the cam online, all right, state that you have to use a non-ferrous material, bronze or a brass pushrod tip. Um, they did mention somewhere along the way about using a bronze or a brass distributor gear. So I don't want to condemn every roller cam out there. That's not what I'm saying. Uh, you know, there's an issue where, from what we're researching and finding out, is that a steel billet roller cam is always going to have a little bit of a copper color on the edges, and that's the coating or the hardening process that the cam manufacturer seems to be putting to these to make them survive. Um, bottom line, if you're installing a cam and you're looking for particular information, and this is what I wanted to address, make sure you call the camshaft manufacturer. All right? That's the most important. And whatever they tell you, you know, where can you see this in writing? Because I can tell you from the comp cam experience we had, we talked to TechLine, we got one answer. We I sent a, I sent a research group out to a trade show, and they spoke to a salesman. Out of, matter of fact, it was the Tri-5 Nationals down in Kentucky over the summer. And the salespeople down there told us that you absolutely need to run a brass or bronze fuel pump push rod. And when we came back and spoke to somebody else at comp cams, they said, no, it's not necessary. It's got to be a defective cam. Three different stories, three different people, three different answers. So, you know, make sure whatever anybody tells you, it's in writing. Uh, going back to what Mike's saying, Mike, just, you know, call the manufacturer. If you want to put a Lunati cam in it, fine. Call the manufacturer, ask them what you need to do to prep that cam for engine assembly. I will tell you where we ended up. We ended up, we're going to put an ISKI cam in it. We called up Iskandarian out in California, spoke to them. Very nice company, very knowledgeable. We believe we might have even talked to Ed Iskandarian Jr., um, who I had the pleasure of talking with myself on, uh, I think it was Thursday or Friday when we ordered the cam. And um, it was funny. He's supposed to be my fifth cousin on my mother's side or something. We talked about that a little bit and left. But uh, all Armenians are related. I guess that's the way it works. So, But, uh, yeah, we're going to put an ISKI cam in Danny's Z28, and we'll see how that works out. We'll be back here to report that, hopefully, uh, within the month's time. We're waiting for the machine shop now. So 855-560-9900. The Car Doctor's coming back right after this. Don't go away. It's a time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. 
If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. Ryan Lane, the car doctor here at 855-560-9900. I'm wondering if I explain that Jeep in the open correctly. You know, it's not that I'm anti-diagnosis. I, I want to make sure I state this clearly. It's just that that particular vehicle, at that particular moment, you know, sometimes you go with your gut. Maybe emotion shouldn't be part of a diagnosis, but I think it is because I think there are moments where you're up against it and you have to make a gut call and you you... You know, we're not there to test everything right to the living daylights. We're there to fix cars, and that's what that sort of amounts to. And I should also point out that um, it, it could have just been a simple matter of installation error because the O-ring was pinched, and I believe that sensor was sitting cockeyed. I don't believe it was sitting flush. Of course, we couldn't tell because we couldn't see it, and we could barely feel it from its location. 
you know, but basically had we scoped it, I do believe what I would have seen is a, a bit of a um, different or incorrect crank sensor signal. It would have looked like an ABS wheel speed sensor lifted up out of a rust pocket and um, it would have been, uh, it wouldn't, it would not have had the amplitude that we would have expected. So, uh, you know, sometimes you got to call the ball, as they say. Hey, did um, anybody read the article on clean technique? Bosch recently came out about, and the title of the article is Bosch warns auto industry about putting all its eggs in the lithium-ion basket. Marcus Hine, head of mobility services for Bosch, the article on cleantechnica.com continues, has some strong opinions about the industry's reliance on lithium-ion batteries. Automotive News reports that he told German newspaper Stuttgart Zeitung Recently, that the industry should look at the turmoil caused when Russia decided to shut off methane supplies to Europe. The result is chaos, soaring electricity prices, people freezing in their homes and factories unable to produce goods because of energy restrictions. And, you know, he goes on to talk about that we need an alternative to electric in case that we don't have enough power to produce electricity or to make battery cells. So there's a problem already. Um, And the insanity continues. In New York State this week, the governor, Governor Hochul, announced that by 2035, following California's uh, lead, they're going to ban the sale of uh, internal combustion engine vehicles in the state of New York, and everything's going to go electric. I've decided I'm going to invest in extension cords, because uh, I think the extension cord market is ripe for a takeover. I figured if we have enough of them, because every building in New York City is going to be running an extension cord out the window. Tom, you're a New Yorker. Um, are you ready to uh, Are you ready to convert to EV? Well, like I told my wife uh, yesterday when we, when you and I discussed this, that it's, um, first of all, the governor just lost my vote. Uh, second of all, uh, time to move. Um, I'm going to be in my mid to upper 70s by the time that comes. I won't be buying a new car then, and I'm, I'll give up my, uh, my gasoline engine, uh, you know, when they pry it out of my cold, dead hands. I, I, just, I just don't see the, the practicality of it. We're preparing. I think we're prepa- preparing for a failure because, again, and I know everybody, and I know we're going to get all the hate mail, and you know what, I don't care. Um, but we're going to get all this hate mail that tells us, well, you're not prepared for the future. Kiddo, you're not looking at this realistically. Where will the electricity come from? Where will the lithium-ion batteries come from? It doesn't make any sense. And the thing that amazes me is, for all the people that are out there, some people are just reporting the news, nobody's questioning the news. And that's our right. It's our right to question what's going on, because what's going on isn't correct, and it isn't really good for all of us overall. I think there is an EV future. I think there should be some vehicles that are electric. I've said this many times, but to mandate that you're going to take an entire state and make it all electric because you want to? Show me the facts. Show me why. Show me how it's going to happen. Don't give me define this. Define you. Well, define. Nobody asked me. Well, and fair point. I don't know if you want to ask me anyway, Tom. I have to tell my adventure at the shop. I don't want to do it here, but I had an adventure at the shop this week, too, as another. So I'll tell you what. I'll tell you that when I come back. But um, just to finish this thought, I think that uh, the EV future is, is is knocking on our doorstep. But, Bosch, I've got another article here that talks about Ford, um, that Ford is not going all electric like GM, and they've got good reasoning for it. So, you know, you've got an awful lot of bigger industry people standing up now and saying, eh, maybe this all-electric thing isn't the way to go. And Yet the politicians keep zooming ahead. Hey, let's make it an all-electric future. Yeah, sure. Good idea. 855-560-9900. You don't like what I'm saying? Call me up. Let's talk about it. So, And uh, I'll be right here when we get back. Don't go away. It's a time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. 
If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. Check the back seat. Check the back seat. Check the back seat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the back seat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. We're on the end of the car doctor at 855-560-9900. Well, we had no, we had no, we didn't have enough calls to give away a book this hour, Tom. So uh, we'll give it away next hour somewhere in the future, but we've got the 75th anniversary well, nobody of wants it. Well, what do you You've mean nobody wants all it? over it? No, no, it's, yeah, you know, it's actually, you know, it's, 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 you it's a gorgeous me book. Color copy, playing with color things we give away oh, and you're reading the book and giving away a used book. Well, listen, I've had a rough week. I, I, I really did. I, so I fell asleep. You know, there's danger in a repair shop. I have to think about how to tell this story cleanly because this is sort of a, very risque story. Um, there's danger in a repair shop, right? There's danger in the bays that you always have to be aware of what's going on and you have to be careful. And um, I didn't even tell you guys the story about we were using the torch midweek, Danny and I, and what the heck were we heating? Oh, we're trying to put, we're trying to get a muffler onto 
a uh, Jeep Wrangler, and we had to heat the pipe to reshape it because, uh, you know, it had gotten bent, I guess, during shipping from the manufacturer, and it had taken a tweak, and, um, boy, I came a little too close to that gas can, but fortunately there wasn't any fuel in it, but that's all. that isn't what I want to tell you the story about, because that's the danger in the bays, and we have to be aware of that. We sit at lunchtime. We, um, Carpenter Bob comes by, and, uh, you know, we'll sit there, and we'll we'll catch up and talk, or we'll do a little Netflixing, or... You know, we'll we'll do some cheers or whatever we're doing, and we'll eat lunch. And I made myself a cup of tea on Friday this past week, and I'm sitting there, and I guess I was tired because I had the cup of tea on my in my hand on my lap, and I fell asleep. Um, of course, I woke up when the cup of tea spilled. Boy, it sure was hot. Um, I had a little bit more than a wet crotch. Uh, suffice it to say, it was kind of like Wiley Coyote dancing around with the you know with the match in his foot. Uh, trying to catch the roadrunner, I guess it was. So, um, yeah, there's some danger in the repair shop, let me tell you. That's just, uh, yow. Um, but anyway, um, on to more pressing things. This one out of the Sure Track community uh, from the folks over at Mitchell One. They're talking about a 2003 Honda Accord. And I guess I should end it here because it's all about research. That's what we're talking about today diagnostics and research. We started off the hour talking about the 11 Jeep. Well, here's one, an 03 Accord that the battery light was coming on and the repair shop had gone through and they'd done a battery. They chest, they tested the alternator. They checked the wiring. They found nothing. And by doing some research and talking to members of the SureTrack community over at Mitchell One, MitchellOne.com, they were able to find out that there was a way to test the electronic, the, the ELD, which is the, uh, the ELD, which would control the electrical load detection sensor for the vehicle. Uh, which would tell it, you know, hey, right voltage, wrong voltage, and help run the charging system. So it had a bad ELD. They replaced it. Vehicle's fixed. So it does take research to fix a car, and uh, that's really what it's all about. Till the next time, I'm Ron Anini in the Car Doctor reminding you, good mechanics aren't expensive. They're priceless. See ya. It's a time of year when everyone is making plans to hit the road. If you're gearing up to get outside, Amazon Automotive is here to help. Whether you're hitting the beach, the trail, or somewhere in between, you'll find great deals on parts and accessories for your car, truck, motorcycle, or RV. Simply visit us online to customize your vehicle with a wide selection of floor mats, bike racks, camping equipment, power sports, accessories, and more. Get going today at Amazon.com automotive. That's Amazon.com automotive. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Check the back seat. Check the back seat. All right, come here. Check the back seat. Gets in your head, right? 
good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the backseat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council.